Hey, look, most people in the world, if you ask them, is there anything wrong? People will say yes, you know. Um, everyone can admit that there is something wrong with the world. And every, most every religion in the world attempts to answer the question of how do we fix what is wrong with the world. And what we see and learn from the Bible is that what is wrong with the world is that uh, there is a problem between God and man. And that problem needs to be fixed. Um, And the only way that it can be fixed is that there is a man with nothing wrong, a person with nothing wrong, um, come and fix things between God and man. Now, if you were to ask me to summarize the Christmas story in one Bible verse, one of the places that I'd point you to is a very famous verse in John chapter 1. And you might have guessed it already, John chapter 1, verse 14. Let me read that verse for you here. This is what it says. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Now let me just pray quickly. Our Lord, thank you for your Bible. And Lord, help us as we consider the words that you have uh, inspired in this book. Help us as we consider them to um, know your grace and to know your truth. To hear the word and to see the word and to understand who the word is. Help us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so look, I want to read a little bit more for you, and I want you to consider a couple of questions. Um, I've read that verse in verse 14, and it said, The word became flesh. I want to read from verse 1, and I want you to ask yourself this question. Who is the word? That's question number one, and question number two is this one. What have we done to deserve the word? What have we done to deserve uh, this person who has come to fix the problem between God and man? So ask yourself, ask yourselves those two questions, okay? Let me read from verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was nothing made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And here's that verse again. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, as you consider those two questions, who is the word? You know, we see there in verse 1 and multiple times through that passage that the Word was there in the beginning. The reason that the Word is there in the beginning is because the Word is eternal. So this Word who became flesh is the eternal one. We see there um, in the verse 1 again, he was with God. You know, that word with there in this verse, it really points to a face-to-face with. You know, not with like, you know, I'm, I'm with you guys at the moment and we're sort of, talking to each other but this is a face-to-face intimate close proximity relationship 
So the word was with God. And we see there um, such a wonderful, um, just only a few words, the word was God. And it reveals to us that God is um, complex. He's not a simple God. He is a triune God, a trinity. We also see that um, all things were made through the word. So the word was there as the creator, or um, in more technical terms, he was the agent of creation. Nothing that you can see around you can exist without the word. Everything that you know, everything that you can see, everything that you can study is there because the word has put it there. Uh, Not only that, but we see that in verse 4, in him was life. The word is the source of life. From the word comes life itself. The only reason why you and I can sit here and breathe oxygen and enjoy the sunny day is because the word gives us life. Not only that, but he is also light. Without him, we can't know anything. Without him, everything is dark to us. Uh, we, We can't have anything revealed to us in terms of knowledge. We see that we can learn things because he is the light. Um... The Word is many things. The Word is the eternal one. The Word is life itself. The Word is the creator of everything. Now, here's a question that you may have been asking yourself over the last few weeks. You know, it's tradition for us to buy people gifts during Christmas time. And there's always that one person who's very, very difficult to buy for. And you're always asking yourself, oh, what can I get this person? If you do Secret Santa or you're buying something for someone who you really care about, sometimes it's very hard to buy people a gift. Some people have everything that they want and need. So what can you buy someone? What can you give to someone that they already have? You know, that's such a tough question. I I hear that maybe you're um, someone like that. I hear that I'm apparently someone like this. I'm hard to buy for. If you buy me socks, I'm happy. Um, if you're thinking about buying me something. Um, but you know, there's, there's that person that's very hard to buy for. Difficult. Because what, what, what do you have to offer someone like this? You know, as we come to consider God, as we come to consider the Word, as we come to consider Jesus, what have we done? What have we given? What have we offered that we receive such a wonderful gift that God would send His own Son to die on behalf of sinners who trust and believe in him. What have we done to earn that? What can we offer God to to deserve such a thing? The simple answer is, friends, you come empty-handed. The only thing on your hands is stains and dirt and filth. You come with no gift. You come with no offering that could please him. What what are you going to give him? Life? He's got it. He is the source of life. What are you going to give him? Some wisdom or knowledge? Friends, he knows everything. You have nothing to teach God. What will you give him? A relationship? Oh, he is already in the most intimate relationship, face to face. Inside the Trinity, there is full fulfillment. It is complete. There is love overflowing. So what have we got to offer him? How can we get anywhere with God? How can we get anywhere in terms of our relationship with him? Not by anything that you do. Look at verse 12 with me if you have it open. Otherwise, listen to this. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Friends, it's not about what you have done. It's not about what you have to offer. It's not about who you are. You have nothing to offer. It is about who he is and what he has done. And who is he? He is the eternal source of life, the giver of light, the one who receives 
um, sinners, the one who gives himself over to sinners. It's about what Jesus has done. It's about what Jesus has given. It's about who Jesus is. And so the simple question this morning is, have you done what verse 12 has said? Have you received the word? Have you truly received Jesus? Have you trusted in him? Because the only way to get anywhere with him is his sheer love and grace overflowing. And I'll just look at verse 14 again at the end there. Um, He is the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. It's only because he's full of grace and full of truth that we can get anywhere with him in terms of a relationship. So have you received him? Have you truly understood the wonder of Christmas that God gave his only son, that the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and he solved the problem between God and men? Well, let me pray. Oh, Lord, we thank you so much for the Bible. Lord, help us to, to love the Bible. Help us to be um, consumed by it. Help us to consume it. Help us to devour this word, this wonderful food for our souls. And Lord, help us to be led to Christ as we look at these words. Help us to be drawn to him, to be attracted to him, to have our affections stirred up for him. And Lord, would you give us new life and new birth? Help us, Lord. Um, to receive him so that we might become adopted by you, that we might be called your children because of your love, because of your grace, and because what you have accomplished uh, through the birth of Christ and through his life perfect and through his death, his atoning death for us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.